Welcome to episode 67 of the Scent Geeks podcast. We are proudly sponsored by Kajal Perfumes, who you can find at kajalperfumes.com. There is a link in our excellent Facebook group called the Scent Geeks podcast. If you uh, want to buy anything from uh, our wonderful sponsor, you can use the code GEEKS10 and that's going to give you a 10% discount. Can't say fairer than that. And uh, stay tuned for later in the podcast because we will be giving you details on how you can enter this month's giveaway. All right. Well, with all that said, I would like to crack on with things and introduce the beautiful man that is my podcast co-host. And that is podcast, not vodcast, podcast. You'll find out why I'm saying that later in the podcast. But Steve, hello. How are you? I'm good, mate. I'm good. I'm feeling sort of quite positive, you know. I've had an all right weekend. I'm looking forward to watching... Uh, the last episode of Line of Duty. Uh, I'm not editing, so I'm I'm feeling pretty good on the scale of things. So, yeah, yeah, I'm feeling crap because I'm editing tonight, so I'm glad you're yeah. all right. Yeah, no, it's I'm fine. Shut the laptop, go and watch Line of Duty. That's my plan. That's nice, my plan. yeah. We nailed the first series uh, of Line of Duty because we didn't realize... I was thinking about starting the, the sixth latest series, and then when I was looking through iPlayer, I realised that we hadn't seen the first one. So I was like, get in. We can just watch that first. I don't know loads. how you watched the second series. You just joined in from there. I don't know yeah. how you sort of missed the first series. It's a bit odd, that. Yeah, does it? Play. I can't remember. Does it carry on from the first, sort of? Well, sort of. It's one of those ones, isn't it, where each series has kind of got its own story, yeah. but then there's an overarch, like an arc that goes across all series, isn't there? So I, seem so to I remember. guess you could watch them in isolation. I think series yeah. three was one of my favourites, actually. But um, Right, yeah. No wonder I didn't know what was going on when I yeah. started watching it, coming, diving in at series two. Anyway. Mother of God. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, anyway, how, how are you? So how's your week been? It's been a good week, yes. Uh, I've, I've been on a filming field trip this week. I messaged you about it, didn't I? I yes, I saw. I saw as well. You had a I, well. I saw your um, short about your sort of little um, sort of your vlog style, saying that you were going and, and where you'd filmed and the water sort of sort of chasing you and made yes. you uh, is encroaching on your space. So, but it went well, was it? It was great. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was about I drove about as an hour and a quarter away, and it was a beautiful day. I just sort of timed it right, and I thought, you know, I've got. I've got a couple of videos. Well, there was one fragrance I wanted to make a video about in particular, and I wanted to be by an ocean, but it's sort of a video that's not really... It's a niche fragrance, so it's not going to do so great on the views as videos on niche fragrances don't. Perhaps this is something we can touch on in a, a little discussion we might have later in the podcast. So I thought whilst uh, I was there, I would make more productive use of my time and film two videos. So I actually filmed uh, a, a, top, a video on top 10 oceanic fragrances or top 10 fragrances that remind me of the ocean whilst I was there. So I uh, gave myself- Which will get lots of views. <laughs> which will get, yeah. So it makes the, the trip more worthwhile, exactly. So um, I gave myself a shit ton of work. I think I was sat by that ocean for about five hours, uh, if not oh, a little bit longer, goodness. and then an hour and a quarter drive either, either side of that. Um, but it was a good day. The sun was out, the waves were crashing, 
very close to me at certain points but uh, yeah I'm looking forward to putting those videos out. I've edited the first one that's going to go out in probably a week or so and it looks really nice the uh, the background is just I picked a good location somewhere I'd never been before but had a little look on Google Maps to find it and uh, yeah came up with a good one and going midweek is great because obviously on a nice day at the weekend people flock to the coast and it's almost impossible to, to shoot anything so I took advantage of being able to go midweek drop the kids off at school and took myself off to the coast for for a little bit of work so yeah it was it was great and this weekend's been been pretty good as well just got out for a bike ride at a forest nearby us where there's some cool trails and uh, and then we just had a nice little walk today and weather's weather's been good so can't really complain too much how's your week and your weekend been yeah right actually not too bad it was friday i actually did a full day out like on the road visiting customers i think i saw about five different customers all kind of covid safe meetings in fact four out of the five were outside so um that's quite good but it was a lovely sunny day and it just felt like i mean i've not done that for a, a long time but it felt like a little flashback back to normality you know? yeah it just felt like there was hope it was like oh my god it's a, it a bit weird it was kind of like i'd forgotten what it was like and then i kind of got yeah. back into it again and it was yeah so that was like sort of really nice just the, the life you once and... lived yeah it was it was like oh this is what it's like to be yeah. in field sales i almost forgot rather than just <laughs> sitting in front of a fucking laptop at home so so that was quite nice and then cool. yeah weekend's been quite good we went out for ice cream this afternoon this morning took the boy to football it's quite funny i've i've made a new friend chris i've made a new friend Ooh. and the wife keeps she keeps sort of how much are you paying comments. them <laughs> well no after the last time i bought a friend in it i, I ended up in court i've not done that again so um no but my, the wife keeps taking the piss kind of making little comments is she's like she's like i'm really proud of you for making a friend like as if i'm like a child Old starting school friend. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. friends football friends <laughs> so yeah basically it's um my boys um like one of his best mates at his school is his dad so they so the boys male both do football on a sunday so we go and his dad takes him so i'm now like I met his dad last weekend and obviously he was there this weekend so we kind of got chatting and stuff and uh, yeah we sort of just getting sort of sort of quite sort of chummy and that he's like you know safe bloke but it was it was quite funny because I didn't mention this on last week's podcast but I, there was that moment where the whole the fragrance chat came in like it was oh, yeah. last week actually so we were like talking it was sort of typically kind of blokish and that and it was I think we was talking about sports, I think, at one point, and kind of this sort of thing. It was like Formula One, and blah, blah, And yeah, then, my, and yeah, yeah. And then, like, my boy, because they'd finished, this was like in the park afterwards, because there's a park nearby. And then my boy come, like, over, like, stuck his oar in, all, like, cocksure of himself, because he gets a bit, a bit cocky around his friends. He was like, my daddy, the thing my daddy loves the most and he knows the most about is fragrances. So I'm like, oh, fucking, really? You're dropping that bomb now. I'm trying to like, you know, make a good impression here and be all like, yeah, mate, down the pub, yeah, let's talk football and all that. And then yeah. he was like talking about fragrances. So I, was, I thought I'm not going to shy away. I just sort of said, yeah, yeah, I've got a YouTube channel. I had it for years. And I kind of, and he's like, oh, he was sort of sound about it. He was kind of asked me, he's like, how'd you get into it, sort of thing? Yeah. And, but then he didn't actually, want to talk to you this week. <laughs> well, it's funny actually because he he asked about it this week. He went, oh, oh have you been like, did you get any fragrances this week? You don't review And so he was like, um, yeah, he's yeah. like really so proud. But it was that it did make me laugh because we obviously spoke about this before where that sort of it's a bit of an odd hobby it's a bit weird so when you sort of bring it up or people ask you you're kind of like you're not sure how it will go down or if people will be like oh that's weird or or whatever and again like we said it's not 
I think we had a whole discussion about it, the fact that it's not particularly sort of blokey in inverted commas either, is it? Not it's traditionally kind of, so, no. So it's kind of like, yeah. so was, uh, and he's like a plumber, for fuck's sakes, as oh well. My so God, it's like, does he get any worse? He's got like a season ticket holder at Spurs and stuff. So it's like, but he was, he's a, <laughs> like proper safe about it. He's, um, he's probably ripped me apart on fragrance jerks. That's probably what he's done. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. He's probably like, I've met the fucker. Um, yeah. But no, but that did make me laugh when he kind of just dropped that with a sort of bombshell. So but also uh, to, like... to people who aren't fragheads, to call it fragrance or a fragrance channel yeah. or you're into fragrances is it's an alien well. phrase in itself because people who aren't into fragrances just sort of call it aftershave, don't they? Yeah, yeah, or, or sometimes cologne. I think cologne, cologne. probably a more of an Americanism, but we yeah, do I think here, so. Because um... I've tried the cologne thing sometimes. Because I don't want to say aftershave, and I don't want to yeah. say fragrance. So I've said cologne, and you can see them going, "What? What? what the, why the hell have you just said that word? Why?" why? <laughs> I think the words that go because proper sort of purists, people like um, you smells good, Eugene from that channel. He always calls it all like perfume, doesn't he? He yeah. calls all like the male ones perfume, which essentially it is. Yeah. But I think that's one I definitely wouldn't because now again in that bloke environment, if someone goes, oh yeah, I'm into perfumes, it just yeah. <laughs> that feels even more so. Well, like it's still really sort of it still has that connotation that perfume is a feminine thing, isn't it? Yeah, Whereas fragrance exactly. is sort of somewhere in the middle, you know, it could be, it couldn't be, but it's still, there's no way, There's. A, I think we can conclude here that there is no way of talking to someone who uh, isn't into fragrance and doesn't know that there's a fragrance community, there's no way that you can talk about that without it feeling awkward at some no. point. Totally not, because it was like it was one of those things when the boy came over and started shooting his mouth off. Part of me wanted to go, shut, shut the fuck up, shut, shut up, like fit off, because he was all like cocky with it as well. And I was like, oh, and I thought, you know, I have words with him about that after whatever. And I sort of started out and just, yeah, I just thought front on or whatever and spoke about it. But it was, it did make me laugh. I, I was meant to sort of tell you last week actually, because we've sort of spoke about this sort of thing numerous times. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, anyway, I've got through it. But yeah, I've got new friends, so that's good. Friends, football friends. What's his? What's your friend's name? Uh, well, or don't you well, want to say? Well, I don't. I don't think he'd give a rat's ass. But then, conversely, I don't know. It's not really right, is it? To just, just call, call yeah, just call him friend. Friend. So yeah. Anyway, I've yeah. got a new friend. Um, yeah. So that's good. Other than that, yeah, good weekend. We went for ice cream this afternoon. The the wife was a bit pissed off because she left me with a baby yesterday afternoon. Like she took the boy out. And she's like, oh, we'll put her down for a nap, so at least she'll get like an hour or whatever. The baby slept for like two and a half hours, and she was like really annoyed. She's like, it's fucking typical you get like that, you jammy bastard. <laughs> like, I leave you. She thought it was going to be like carnage, and she was going to come back and I'm going to go, but baby slept like two and a half hours for me, and she was really annoyed. So, um, Well, if that ever happened to me, I'd, I'd, be, I'd get told off for, for letting them sleep that long and, and not waking them up, because then they won't get to sleep at night, and you have a restless night. So I didn't. Did you get it in the neck for that or not? No, it wasn't too bad because her morning right. nap wasn't great anyway. So I, and it was like early enough in the afternoon. I thought, nah, fuck it, it'd be alright. I thought I'm just gonna let it, let it ride, let it, <laughs> let it play out. Um, but yeah, so that was alright. But yeah, so um, shall we do some podmin? Well, unless you've got uh, anything Steve, else exciting to tell. Did we guilt anyone into dropping any podmin for us last week? We, we did, you know. Yes, so our it worked. Little, yes. little bitchy whining from last week. Um, <laughs> actually worked so we've got a few we've yeah. got like a few um a few regular i feel almost bad because i think at least three of the people are sort of regular donators as well so i almost feel feel bad bless them that they've kind of gone well we better step up again even though they've donated numerous times but anyway 
We've got uh, Chris has uh, donated. I don't think this is you because it's Chris W. He said, hi, lads. This is the second time I've donated. Considering how tight I am, I hope this pays testament to the quality of the podcast. Keep up the good work, Chris. Oh, so thanks, thanks for Chris. that, mate. Much appreciated. Uh, John has bought us a Kofi as well. He said, hi, Chris. Hi, Steve. Followed you both on YouTube for a decent while now, but only recently gotten into the podcast and working on catching up. I love to listen driving home from work. It never fails to relax me, put me in a good mood, and leaves a smile on my face. Thank you. So that's, that's lovely feedback. I love that sort of that's thing. That's nice because that's how I feel about some of my favourite podcasts is because even though they don't know you and you've never met them they feel like almost your mates that you just sit there and listen to and just enjoy their banter and the best podcasts for me are the ones where you, it feels familiar it feels comforting and relaxing and by the time the podcast finishes you just feel like you've spent an hour or so with with people that that you enjoy the company of uh, so yeah. to hear that is lovely thank you I've got that on my podcast, like where you sort of look forward, you go, oh, it's, oh, it's Friday, it was a new podcast, and then at the end, it's like, oh, you're sort of a bit sad. It's like, oh, I've got to wait a few days or a week until yeah. the next one. So, it's nice. Um, Becky has bought us a, uh, a coffee as well. She said, my boyfriend Matt is a huge fan of your podcast. Has been listening ever since we got together. He introduced me to the way of life, and now we look forward to getting in bed on a Monday and listening oh, together. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. so that's really nice he's actually got her into it which is really cool and um interestingly um i mean i have i read this they feel it's then she said she put a little smiley face we're expecting a baby so there will be three of us listening soon like the big smiley face which is lovely congratulations that's amazing news but also I don't, when you get in bed together perhaps you're not giving us your full attention there that's all i'm thinking with that yeah i, sort of. I hope we weren't sort of you know involved in this baby making process in any way i mean i i can't see my dulcet tones ever helping sort of uh being a catalyst for that sort of baby making situation to be honest but who knows yeah it's the reverse it's, isn't it it's like if, yeah, if someone, <laughs> well, if someone ever didn't want to make a baby yeah, listen to the, the podcast on yeah, yeah exactly so but that's well, thanks, awesome Becky. i thought that was that was lovely um that she's been motivated so thank you congratulations yeah. um You've got a hell of a journey. Um, don't let my sort of whinging about parenting put you off. You're gonna, um, I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. Uh, Wayne has bought us a coffee. He said, have another coffee on me, fellas. You deserve it. Also, you mentioned best versions of Prod Alom last week. You won't remember, but I put in one of my very first coffees yonks ago about Prod Alom Absolute. Definitely try it before you buy Intense. Absolute, for me, is the best one. So I need to definitely ah. need to get a sample of that. What I'll try and do is get a sample and then report back on the podcast. Um, ah, because yes. I think, I don't know, it was on one of, presumably on one of the podcasts we were discussing this, obviously, and I think I asked you about Prodalom Low and I said about Intense. Um, so, yeah, I didn't mention Absolute. So what I'll do is I'll try and get some samples of, of those and say which one's my favourite. But, yeah, I'm definitely up for trying it. Yeah, that'd be fire content, Steve. Do that because hey, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, we do definitely. Because unlike you, I don't get a fucking shitload of fragrances sent to me, so I have to like, hey, <laughs> I have to hey. kind of. Come on, I. <laughs> well, I, I, I get some, but never designer. You know, designer houses you, wouldn't. Well, never. you get enough to talk about on the podcast. That's for sure. Yeah, it's sort of. I. It, it's a shame that designer houses don't don't sort of give out PR gifts for videos because they're the videos that get the views and make the money, whereas, you, you know, the, the, the niche stuff doesn't. It's, well, that's it the funny, stuff actually, people want to send you. Um, there was a, a fragrance jerks, I don't like giving them too much air time, but there was a fragrance jerks um, post a while ago, and it was about, um, again, calling YouTubers out for shilling. 
Yeah. And it was, and th- they shared a post of like loads of people doing videos on um, Victor and Roll Spice Bomb Infrared. Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, fucking shilling it is for us. Oh, here you go. They're all shilling it. And I thought, yeah. you clearly don't know what the fucking shilling is because there's no way on God's green earth Victor and Rolf are sending out free bottles or paying people to yeah. like fucking do videos on that. Do you know what I mean? That no. just doesn't happen. I don't know what you think goes on in Fredcom. Oh, but, God. Yeah, but, people but, speculate. But trust but... me, Victor and Rolf are not going. Well, there's that guy in the US who's got nine thousand subs. I'll sort of send him a bottle, and maybe all like it just doesn't happen. Like, yeah, the definition of shilling is someone paying you to to make a video. Um, but yeah, yeah. well, well shilling why would is, Victor Roll- true sense is is peddling it, isn't it? And like trying to sell it on their behalf, almost in an in a unscrupulous sort of not, manner. Yeah, unscrupulous or an honest way. So it's like you're making out like you're just sort of being impartial. Where actually yeah. you've got. You've got you're getting benefit from selling it, so you're getting kind of picked back. So, that, like we say, this is why everybody has to be transparent, really, when they say it. So, well, absolutely, so it, it really yeah. Annoys me when yeah, people... I, I put a video out today. Sorry, Steve, to cut you off. I put a video out out today, which was a sponsored video, and I was paid. I was given the bottle, and I was paid an amount of money. But it, you know, is it Victor Rolf? Because <laughs> <laughs> that really undermines my whole spiel just now. <laughs> uh, no, it wasn't. It was a it was a niche brand because niche brands need need the exposure. So it's worth them paying for a sponsored video to get the exposure but you know they sent me samples and i chose my favorites and and it's something that i can speak about honestly that i honestly enjoy but they get they paid for a bit of sort of exposure i.e advertising and i included at the start of the video includes paid um, promotion so that's you know me being transparent about you know someone's paid me to make a video and obviously it's it's an honest opinion but people can believe that or not believe that if they don't believe it then you know you may as well not just watch my channel and just move on and you know check out another channel but um yeah you know try to be transparent if someone's given me a bottle or if someone's paid me i'll 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 say it's a paid yeah. video if you if you're going to call people out for shilling understand what shilling actually is that's yeah. what kind of a, a noise oh yeah but anyway yeah. um I, I digress i can't even remember how the fuck we got onto that to be perfectly honest yeah, we were doing Podmin, weren't we? About yeah, half an we, hour we ago. were. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, Aeon has donated again. Aeon has just bought us several, several, several coffees. Um, Whoa! They've bought another one, and they've simply said, "Why not bring Clemence on as a permanent geek?" Just a thought. That was it. That's their little comment. I mean, right. it's a great thought. She was a great addition to the sort of the team. She was obviously we had loads of great feedback. She's brilliant my, it, I, I was going to message Clem actually to tell her this that my mate messaged me um, after and he was like oh I'll tell you what she sounds sexy doesn't she <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah she's she's got that that sexy French voice going on there she's a good laugh and I, I think you know it might maybe we could consider it as a as a semi-regular that we have a back um, once in a while because it's you know saves everyone just having to listen to us all the time doesn't it yeah, no, she was a great addition. Um, I think it was um, Melissa actually made a comment about again. It's good to get a woman's input as well. So it kind of added, added, it definitely added something to the podcast. She was great. Yeah, um, and cool. Anton as well has donated again. So he's a very good like, kind of donator. He said, nice. "Here's three pounds towards your next bottle of Boss in Motion, Steve." Smiley face. <laughs> Go easy on the rabbits because I made some comment about um, yeah, what you when you sort of use that bottle it is a bit awkward and it's like you're doing something to a rabbit um <laughs> great chat as always lads so thanks for that anton he's such a good guy he's a really um he actually messaged me a scenario today um we won't be won't be using it just yet but um he was like oh, i've got a scenario i don't know if you're sort of doing it anyway it sort of came to me and uh, i was like well i don't know if we'll use it but send it anyway i'll just have a little listen and he and he sent it to me i was like and and needless to say it was um 
it was interesting there there's sort of nudity involved there's um there's action there's all sorts there's this it's an interesting so i don't know what he was doing where that sort of came to his mind but there we go yeah that (laughs) is that is all the kofis has there been any reviews nah nah mate nah no reviews this week but never mind we're still on something like 4.9 stars on on itunes on apple Podcasts, so you know can live with that i tell you what i do have some exciting news oh what's that we are only in the Macau face fashion and beauty apple podcast charts again oh we are back boom, in, Macau, are in we? there number three in Macau. bring number it bitches three. we're taking that number one spot we're coming oh, for you i don't know who's three one, but we are coming for that number one spot in Macau. Yes. we're going to be back on the top where we belong reigning looking down on those lesser podcasts yes. our one listener in Macau decided to tune in this week i guess yes brilliant <laughs> and and they listened sort of a couple of times to the other two so there we go so they beat us on the figures but uh, yeah. yeah good well right. let's let's get our live podcast uh, trip tour of macau so then i guess definitely do that yeah um, what you've been wearing mate ah right okay i'll run through it pretty quick so i've been wearing tom ford's oud mineral which may or may not have been inspired by a video i made by the coast a few days ago and uh, i've also worn cinemusk's wood amber again which was is what my video is about today but I, I, as i said i think you'd enjoy that because uh, it's got that cardamom pop uh, and, and the woodiness and the amber that uh, Leighton has so i think it'd be one that you'd mm. like to and a new release from um, a brand called um, Bell Rebel, uh, Stunned. And they're a very creative brand. I don't know if you've seen any of their bottles look cool. They look like a sort of plastic drinks bottle, but they're not plastic. They're actually, you know, it's a proper glass glass bottle. Uh, and this one is um, uh, cannabis infused cotton candy. And it's great. It's, it's nice and it's more, it's not much cannabis smell, but it's a nice sweet cotton candy style fragrance. My kids love that one. Um, I've also oh I've worn uh, one of your faves the, the the one I own because of you you influenced me Boss Bottled Intense I've worn that yes. this week oh and a Bulgari that you yes, uh, that you I saw. saw that yeah. I saw that cheeky little monkey I've still not even smelled that one which is annoying Glacial <laughs> Essence yeah I I don't know if you'll like it as much as uh, Wood Essence or Neroli I think it's a little less mass appealing than those two i would say hmm, but i'd be interested to get your thoughts on it at some point hmm, uh, maybe okay, when we definitely. if we meet up then you can have a sniff yeah definitely yeah uh and then chanel's egoist as well i've uh, i've i've worn that so it's been a nice week of fragrance a nice mix of uh, niche and designer for me how about you uh nothing new or interesting really uh, today i've worn one of my favorites noir extreme i love that nice. fragrance um there's love at first sniff for me that was definitely one of the ones you know some fragrances are a grower some are a shower and that was a shower that was um the moment yeah. i smelled it i was like damn i need i need to own this i remember smelling it i was shopping with my friend i think it was um john lewis we were in at the time and i was just like damn that is that is amazing so yeah end up getting that one um i swore the other day another one that i've not worn for a while that i really enjoyed was uh, alexandria fragrances sparkling bergamot i've spoken about that on the podcast before okay. so we don't need to dwell on it but that's um an inspiration of Lalabo's bergamot 22 i, re- I really enjoy it it's very unisex very simple but it's done well and i just really i really find that pleasant yeah nice um, and refreshing and another one actually i've worn a bulgari this week another one of my favorites as well man black cologne which oh, i yeah. really enjoy so that's quite heavy on the tuberose so a bit divisive but 
just resonates with me. Just really enjoy it. Just really enjoy that fragrance. Yeah, so sure. um, great. Other than that, nothing too out of the ordinary. I've sort of, I'm, I'm easing back. We can maybe come onto this a bit later, but I'm easing back on the old fragrances side. We've discussed this in the past anyway, but I'm yeah. easing back on that. So I'm just, just cycling through, going back to some of the ones I've not worn for a while, just enjoying them again, really, and just having a little moment to enjoy what I've got for a little bit. But I'll. I'll, I'll get some samples I'll try some new things so we've got something to talk about so. yeah sure I'm envious I find it hard to sort of go back and decide and, and find the time to wear all the ones that I've encountered and that I own and that I enjoy it's... do you ever feel guilty do you look back at some of the like amazing fragrances you've got that you that you categorically love and you just think I've, I've not worn that for ages and I don't yep. get a chance to wear it because I'm testing or you yep. know I'm, you almost feel, feel like it's a like a loved one that you've not phoned recently or something do you know what I mean you've got Definitely. this guilt that you've just not the relationship is sort of slipping out of your fingers yeah there's fragrances that I absolutely love that I can speak very highly of that I can put in top 10 lists and if you look at the levels on the bottle uh, I haven't put n you know nearly the the size of dent in them that I would like because I just you can't have, you can only wear so many fragrances you know sometimes I'm wearing two to three fragrances a day you know to test them out and uh, for, for content and then you that doesn't leave you with any time to to really wear the ones you enjoy I know we've, we've touched on this before but I try to you know if it's a special occasion or maybe one one day at a weekend I'll go you know what I'm just going to wear one for me um, but it's fun but you know, don't get me wrong it's fun testing all the new ones out as well and that's how you stumble upon new favourites I guess so it's all it's all worth it but yeah definitely there are some that I feel that I don't wear as much as I would like to for sure Do, yeah. does the guilt increase if you're testing or, or you sort of think oh I'll try something new and you perhaps you've got some samples or you've got a new bottle and you try it and and it's a bit of a scrubber you don't enjoy it and then you sort of look and go oh I could have been wearing something I enjoyed yeah. do, does it do you get that much or do yeah. you, is it just some yeah. part of the job for you I guess yeah a, a little bit yeah you, you are thinking oh, I'd, I'd love to just you know wear that one today and, and then you think oh I've sort of got to wear this one really and, uh, and if it ends up being one that isn't as good as the one that you wanted to wear then you're like well yeah, like I guess. wasted, wasted an opportunity. That's the, that's yep. the trouble because you, you only. I mean, I only wear one, maybe two fragrances a day tops, but normally one. So it's, if it is one that I've, I've not enjoyed as much as some others, I'm like, oh, I feel like I've sort of wasted, wasted a day there. I know. But there we go. Struggle is real, isn't it? Yeah. It is, anyway, Steve, I've got a question for you. If we videoed this podcast as we're talking and making the podcast, would it be a podcast? Or would it be a vodcast? Discuss. If you filmed yourself talking and you released that onto YouTube, that is called a fucking vodcast. <laughs> it is not a podcast. I like it's like pet hate. It really annoys me. And I'm not dissing any individuals, but if it's if you're filming a video and I appreciate what you're doing, it's kind of podcast style content where you are just talking, there's no real visuals, but you have filmed it and you release it on YouTube, it's a vodcast. Straight up. Yeah. That's what it is. So sell it as such, promote it as such. Don't kind of try and use the podcast tag word when some people are actually actually doing a podcast through podcast formats. Like, yes. I don't know. There you go. I'm just which which the bitch. dictionary definition, I checked this out because Steve and I were having a little bit of chat about this through the week and we thought maybe it would make for a bit of a tasty discussion on this week's podcast. But the dictionary definition says a podcast is an audio file made available for download on the internet. So if it is a video made for YouTube that is not uh, available as a download, as an audio-only file, it's technically not a podcast. So you're not doing it right. It's not a proper podcast. So stop it, whoever's doing that. You know who you are. 
you know, leave it to the podcasters, you know, the professionals. It's just kind of jumping on the bandwagon, but then doing it half-assed and not, you know, we have to pay like hosting fees and shit to do it in this format where where yeah. we could, where it, the reality is you could just release it on your channel where you've got 50 or 1,000 subscribers. We'd probably get more listeners or whatever. Yeah. If you know what I mean? But that's, but we've chosen to do it as a podcast because a lot of people want to do it in that style. But the definition of a vodcast is another term for videocast. The short vodcast would take viewers through the, far, oh, it's just, a, just done a little definition there of, of a description. But yeah, basically, it's another term for a video cast yeah um which basically is a podcast with video content there you go it doesn't get as uh, as more complicated than that if it's got video it's a right podcast. so what is the difference between a vodcast and just filming a normal youtube video do you think well, is there a difference this i think is where this it's subjective i think it, basically it's the amount of effort you put into the visuals if you've done fuck all um, and you, you're just basically using YouTube as a format to share it, then it's a vodcast, isn't it? It's mm. because, yeah. I mean, a lot of people. I mean, we've we've had listeners to this that have said like they like YouTube. Um, I think it was Kiki that said that she just she's not fussed about visuals on YouTube because she just listens to the audio. So she treats YouTube like podcast. Basically, she just listens to the audio, so she's sure. not fussed about flashy editing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And a lot of people have done that. I've actually listened to youtube videos in the car i sort of i don't obviously don't watch it whatever but i've kind of got play it bluetooth or whatever through the thing and put my phone down so i can't get distracted but i just literally listened to the review or whatever it is so but yeah i think there's there's that gray area but basically i think uh, there's a few sort of youtubers have done it and they if they're sitting there in front of a mic just talking into it and it's and they intend it to be listened to only really then it's a vodcast i guess but yeah, so, I mean, you can have, especially these days when people have to sort of get together only, you know, remotely, you've got this sort of Zoom-style other um, video uh, chat platforms are available, um, but you've got that side-by-side -side video window where there's two people in different locations having a chat on a video, and some people will put those on YouTube and just, you know, call it, give it a title. And technically, that's, I guess, a vodcast because they're not making the audio file available for download on the Internet. Whereas someone else could do exactly the same thing and call it a podcast. So you've got two videos that are exactly the same format, but the creator is referring to them differently. And I think maybe that's possibly because people don't fully know what the difference is, maybe, do you think? Maybe I think there is yeah like on you know shots fired and all that bollocks but but it <laughs> might be sort of ignorance so some people just say well I'm sort of describing it and it is audio heavy audio heavy content so it's a it's a podcast but but it's interesting because that that definition of a video cast is a podcast with video content and then I guess what you're asking is well what is classified as video content if somebody's literally just sitting there you know not doing anything not showing any animation that they're literally just talking to a mic i mean is that video content it's not really mm. the video is not needed is it i guess that's no. i think that's the point is that i think some people are just using youtube as a format to share it so it has to be a video rather than now so this is where we can start getting into the nitty-gritty and maybe getting a little bit pedantic about it but so i can give a good example this week when i was driving out to the coast there are a couple of uh, the non-fragrance channels but they do a podcast and I, I watch it as a video because it's made available as a video and I watch uh, these guys on their separate channels um, where they create sort of cinematic vlogs and it's just kind of nice to have the visual of seeing them chatting, it, it, it's, it's good. But I was driving out to the coast, I thought, you know what, they're calling these podcasts, I wonder 
if I can catch up because they're like 30, 40 minutes sometimes and mm. you know you don't always have the time to watch them and I didn't want to use up my you know 40 minutes to an hour worth of data on my phone to have the video playing on my phone uh, as a video but only listening to the audio so I didn't want to do that so I thought I wonder if they're available on my podcast platform and I searched and they were so they were available as a podcast download so I could download that audio file so it was a podcast but it's also available to watch as a vodcast so maybe ones like that are are but can be both because I need as a podcast I need something that I can download offline not use any data for an hour and enjoy just the audio of it YouTube is streaming i think you can download youtube mm. videos can't you but i, I wouldn't premium. necessarily want to download an hour-long youtube video onto my phone you know so mm. i think maybe maybe they can be both as long as they um pay enough attention to the podcast side and as and the vodcast side if you see what i mean if they, if they cater to both audiences equally well this is the thing because there's another fragrance reviewer that just literally releases audio it just of does their videos, videos as normal and then just yeah. releases the audio of their videos as a podcast and it's like well yes. is it a podcast because it, again it's not dedicated it's just like you're I guess it's sensible in many ways some people might go well it's given me different ways to listen like you say like in that prime example they might not want to watch the video they might just want to listen to yeah. it so they can just go into their podcast format be it Spotify iTunes or whatever and just listen to it in that way Yeah. then part of me thinks as somebody that's purposefully creating a podcast yeah, I think well, it's sort of you're just, but, just yeah. cheating a bit, and it? it's a bit easier. You're just not really doing it. You're just and that example on, that yeah. that you're just referring to, and we're not going to you know point any fingers. We're just mentioning it because it's an interesting discussion. But that um, creator will make videos and then release them as as an audio file. So so it is hitting that dictionary definition, but it's not created initially as a podcast so for example if there's a music break with some b-roll in there for 10 seconds someone who's listening to the to to it as an audio file will get 10 seconds of just sound just music for no reason i I mean i've not listened do they not edit that out then out of interest they literally just i don't know actually perhaps they do i don't know yeah i've not i've not listened but yeah I don't know. Hmm. Maybe it's, it's it's an interesting one. I'm just uh, getting a bit pissy about it. I'm not like, but it's it just annoys yeah. me because uh, numerous times I actually comment on these. It's like where they go, oh, fragrance podcast, and it's on YouTube, and I just put in the comments podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm such a little yeah, bitch. <laughs> I'm such a little bitch. It's just like podcast. Well, <laughs> this we, is a podcast. We, we go to to great lengths to create, you know, as higher quality podcast you know an audio file as we're able to do we're really focusing on the audio we're not thinking about setting up cameras and and creating a, a video version of this we, we're trying we're striving to be the best possible quality and we work hard for that and i think perhaps it gets to us because other people are you know releasing things called podcasts that they do, perhaps don't have that um that they're not paying as much attention to the quality of it as we are, but that perhaps doesn't make them any less relevant. I'm just saying that we are um, judging it from based on what we do and and uh, and mm. you know the effort that we know we put into creating a podcast as well as our video content for YouTube. I guess it's the same in anything. It's all relative, isn't it? Like what you do, it, it's all different levels. It's like I 
I always make it clear that like, I can play the drums. I never call myself a drummer because and, and, there's a difference. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's the same with anything. It's like playing five-a-side on a Sunday is not the same as being a footballer or whatever. It is. Mm. So it's all... And I'm not like making out that weird you know, world-class professional podcasters or whatever, but mm. it's a it's a dedicated thing rather than just having, having a go. So I don't know. Having a oh, go. Just... There you go. Let's leave it on that. Having a go. We're not just having a go, are we, Steve? We're doing it properly. <laughs> trying, trying. We're trying to do it. Well, there's the difference. As People much as we can. Not, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, exactly. I'm sure there are far better produced podcasts out there than ours, but, uh, you know, we strive to do it properly. That's uh, that's try. the thing. That's the key thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a video I saw this week on YouTube um, yeah. that I wanted to mention. You saw it? Um, you didn't listen to it. You just saw it, did you? Um, it is a flodcast. No, <laughs> right. just, no, it is a video I watched with my eyes, ah, um, right. which was which was hard work actually um considering yeah. the person i had to look at now i'm just taking the piss um, <laughs> it's, um it it was from mr smelly 1977 obviously a very successful youtuber been around a long time um he's got thirty-five thousand subscribers he released a, an interesting video and i've mentioned before actually that uh, and I'll, I'll be honest and i'm sure dan's not offended by this at all i don't really watch dan's videos much purely because we have very different tastes Dan is very much into those sort of fougere gentlemanly style fragrances and he likes a lot of classics. He does a lot of videos where he's kind of opening up a vintage fragrance that he's bought, etc. And it's just not really my bag. We know this, I'm just a basic bitch. So we don't, our tastes do not typically align. But one video sort of caught my attention and the video, (laughs) amusingly, um, was titled just to work perfectly for that algorithm, not a top 10 most complimented fragrances video. (laughs) Dash fragrance uh, fragrance videos really suck now don't they um that was the title of the video that dan yeah. released five days ago and i watched it and i agreed with nearly everything he said so basically the premise of the video is that dan emphasized that he's kind of not firing shots at any particular youtuber and he does include himself in any sort of criticism that he makes or observation maybe rather than criticism but he was saying that fragrant the infragcom there's it's got very stagnant and we've sort of discussed this before in different ways and means but that there's a lot of the same old same old there's a lot of new there's flooded with uh, fragrance reviewers now doing the same thing it's the same format talking heads saying what the notes are talking about the performance and it's there's there's nothing new or innovative there and he really wants other people to kind of like he wants people to kind of push the boundaries show some innovation he kind of referenced different he likes to watch sort of watch videos and other style of you know often different communities uh, videos where they do different things and he did kind of recognize that they in some in some other genres you you have that ability so if it's like a watch you can show a lot more visuals and focus on how it looks and do different angles and obviously sort of styling on the b-roll where you can't really do a fragrance because the the predominant factor in fragrance is the smell which you obviously somebody can't experience if they're watching a video so you have to describe it and talk but so we did kind of recognize that it's it's quite unique in that regard but yeah it's it's all about the sort of lack of innovation and the sort of stagnation that there is in fragcom which i do I do feel, to be honest. I don't know about you. Um... Yeah, there's there there is definitely um, uh, some of that, isn't there? Where there's a lot of videos now that are being released to feed the algorithm, to to get the views and and to grow the channel. And I I understand that. And Dan was saying he understands that because I guess people start a YouTube channel because they want it to get views and they want to see growth. You know, maybe for financial gain or maybe just for personal satisfaction um i guess but i 
I think that, you know, when you've, I think we've both found this, you get a bit of fatigue, and Dan alluded to this as well, that after watching videos for, you know, maybe two, three years, you sort of have got all the information that you need. I feel like a lot of people who are watching Top 10 Most Complimented, and you know, we all not everyone but you know a lot of us do those kinds of videos because they get the views but I think they cater to a lot of people who are just getting into the fragrance community and so we're gonna make those videos if they get the views aren't we you know we're gonna we're gonna make videos that that give us the satisfaction of, of getting seen by people after we put in the time and effort to create them but I do get that once you've been watching fragrance videos two to three years you're like yeah well what more is there for me and I think Dan has said, and we've both said that we'd sort of started watching more other other channels on YouTube that aren't fragrance related. Yeah, I mean, I, I've said this to you kind of outside the podcast, but I've actually, because I've got three different YouTube accounts, I've kind of got my personal one that's just my, you know, link to my Gmail account or whatever. Um, I've got obviously my fragrance one and there's my obviously my comedy one as well, that my sort of second channel. So I've sort of tried to tidy up a little bit where, where my subs lie now. So I had there was a lot of sort of mixed crossed waves where I was sub to fragrance ones on my comedy and vice versa. So I've tried to tidy it up and link it all more, more now. And I but I am finding I'm watching a sort of fewer and fewer fragrance videos. But what I what I will say and as I say Dan did sort of point the lens on himself as well. But for me, I think where the innovation should come from and where the creativity should come from is the people that are doing YouTube as their job or their primary income source because a it's important for them to be different to stand out to be innovative and be creative because they need to because it's their, their job and also they've got the time b they've got the time to do it because it's their job so they should be spending time they should be putting the effort in to get the views where where a yeah. lot of us are you know it's a hobby you've got your full-time job you've got your family kids your hobby other hobbies going to the gym and you're sort of squeezing in a, a fragrance video where you just enjoy talking about your hobby for you know half an hour and you sort of do a bit quick bit of editing it's hard to be creative you're not necessarily going well i don't want to be the most standout advanced innovative youtuber i haven't got freaking time for that shit so the so the people that like dan like yourself you know where you can afford and you want to spend a day driving to the coast filming two videos you know a full yep. day out you, you've you've got the time and to do that and you and you do need to do that that's your job and you need to stand out and be creative and and people need to recognize that it's worth subscribing to a channel because that is kind of what you do so so yeah. i think it's it's important for those people and it's probably worth shouting out george a fragrance apprentice i, I don't think it's necessarily his primary um yeah for sure yeah. income screen but obviously he is a creator so and he has done that he's definitely stepped up to mark he's made some phenomenal videos but yeah. as a creator again you would should expect him he's got some responsibility to be creative and innovative and he and he has been you can't knock him for that so um i think monica chalk is another one i think it's one of her primary sources so again there's pressure on there for me there's pressure on those people to step up and not the sort of hobbyists if that makes sense but perhaps on just being a bit more no I, I don't i think you're right I, absolutely i agree with you 100 percent on that and the 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 only thing with that is that and I, and I agree with you but if i stood in my house and didn't you know spend three four hours in the car driving to and from a location and did top 10 oceanic fragrances it's probably going to get the same views as mm -hmm. as yeah. doing that that drive so I did that drive and I went to a location because yes, I felt like um, I 
sort of do this. It's not my, I wouldn't say it's my primary income because I think I, I still make more money off, off the, the voiceover work that I do, but it's certainly the thing in my life that I spend the most time on. Uh, so it is sort of my day-to-day -day work. Mm. Uh, and, you know, I feel like if I'm doing it day-to-day, day-in, day-out, for hours on end, I need to feel creatively satisfied with that mm. and I need to push myself otherwise it just becomes the same old it becomes boring I lose the passion and I don't have the gratification like I've just edited one of the videos I, I went and shot out at, at the ocean the other day and uh, I'm really pleased with it it's it's not going to get amazing views but I'm really proud of what I got and, and the time that I put into it and uh, I know that you know there's a, a core of loyal subscribers that I have that will enjoy that and will appreciate it and and so those videos are important to me on a personal level not for um, financial gain or for feeding the algorithm to, to grow but for me to make that and feel proud within myself that I've created some some nice visually interesting content yeah and that's the thing and we've discussed this before as well people Again, there's another thing. People want to get different things out of their YouTube channel or, their, or producing fragrance videos. So, as I said, some people want to, you know, do what they love but actually earn a living out of it. Some people just want to play around and, and do it as a creative outlet, which part is partly me. I like to just be creative and have that sort of way of creating something and releasing it out there. And some people just want to have that satisfaction for and we've sort of discussed this before offline and online that for me I'm, I'm not fussed about the money i'd love it if i just don't make a loss that'd be great because then you know i don't think anybody wants to make a loss but for me i i want the, my channel to grow i want my videos to get views just as a nod of recognition that what i'm creating is good and people like and it's sort of successful um, and it's worth your while to do it yeah, yeah. and i think that's the same yeah. with any hobby if you play football and you win a game you score a goal or you get a compliment coming off the game people say mate you're like man of the match or you know that's that's recognition you feel good about it you enjoy that you're doing something that you enjoy and you're getting recognition that you're good at it it's like when i was you know doing salsa and t teaching it and dancing people you know if they complimented you you're a really good dancer or they sort of loved your classes and teaching it and and it's that's a recognition you if you're doing something mm. you enjoy and you and that's for me why i partly for me for youtube is the outlet the creative outlet and i want to see i want to just i want to be good at it i want to get some recognition for it being good and that's why i sort of would like to increase my numbers etc but it's not yeah. for the money but um yeah dan talking about the algorithm though and uh, not a top 10 most complimented fragrance video <laughs> yeah that was, that was Talk, funny. talking about how people are, are feeding the algorithm whilst in in a video that's feeding the algorithm <laughs> Yeah, which I guess again he's got to do. It's he's yeah. one of his main jobs. Sure. I think, I think because in an interview Dan said one of his other jobs was um, guitar, wasn't he? I think he's a guitar yeah. teacher. I think from from memory. So, but yeah, I, again, That's kind right. of like yourself, I, I'm sure a big sort of part of his working life essentially is YouTube. So, um, yeah. so yeah, um, that's for me. I think that's where the the pressure and responsibility lies is on the more professional people. As it were. No <laughs> pressure then. No pressure. Yeah. But, but I, let's just not... a shout out. I think credit to you as well. You know, I don't want to blow smoke up your ass, but you, you obviously you do make the effort. Yes, you've got to balance that feed in the algorithm, but you do make the effort and try and do different things, like with your clone video, with your different style and the B roll. And again, George does the same. He's created some phenomenal kind of things. It's mm. just like 
Um, so there are people out there doing it. Um, sure. There's just so many people doing fragrances now, and they're all very similar, aren't they? It's just a tick yeah. box. And we shouted out Scent Assault last week because he stood out. He's just stood out. He's probably doing the same thing that a lot of us do, but he's got a personality. He puts in some humour, and it just stands out a little bit from the norm. So He's got a bit of the X Factor. He's got a good presence in front of the mm. camera, and that, yeah, that does count for a lot. Uh, but let's not forget that the last 12 months, it's been incredibly difficult to think out of the box and make innovative videos because, for example, you know, historically we would meet up and shoot some different content. We've not been able to do that. Uh, a great way to get out and create different content that gets good views is to go out on the street and get people to rate fragrances, get the public to rate fragrances. No one's really been able to do that. I know Monica's gone out and started to do that, which is great, you know, fair fair play to her for, for doing that um because that's only just in in the uk that's only just been allowed to to happen again really but we've gone for 12 months without being able to do much other than maybe film outside and maybe film inside you know there's <laughs> it's not left us with i mean uh, you know there there is uh remote videos that we've been able to vo you know vo vodcasts people have been able to do vodcasts mm -hmm. you know via via zoom and other video chat platforms but yeah i i i can see where dan's coming from and i think that it's difficult to create the balance of having a successful channel but also keep making content that pleases the newbies coming in that pleases people that have been around for years um it, it's hard i try to do like you know you mentioned some of my content i try to do that as much as i can i i, I strive for variety I, I would say and i'm i'm pretty pleased with the variety i've managed to put into my channel but um i have the time like you say i have the time to to think about putting that variety in, into my into my channel so um i i take on the responsibility that you have bestowed upon me steve and i will try to make content that pleases you yeah sort it out mate leave the rest <laughs> of us hobbyists the you know that just to sit in front of a camera and do a talking head and yeah. do the boring shit and then you go and do the creative shit i mean what we could do is just do a jeremy fragrance and just keep releasing a complimented fragrance video just release the same video yeah uh, title today jeremy released a top 10 winter fragrances <laughs> from men 2021 he also released my favorite winter fragrances 2021 um a mere three hours yeah. previously um i think earlier yeah. in the week yeah. he released top 10 most compliment uh, getter uh, situation fragrances 10 best men complimented fragrances um best most complimented fragrances oh there's a, there's another um he's absolutely just, going for it it's I don't want to start another topic. We've discussed this before, yeah. but it makes me sad that I used to love Jeremy's content and I used to look, watch every this video and really pay attention to it. I obviously used to enjoy the women involved, and I used to, I used to really sort of take his word on stuff. But it's, I, I bless it. I just don't see any yeah. value in his content anymore, which really makes me sad. But there we go. I'm not going to start. Well, let's let's make a, a slight little tenuous link there um you know someone else who looks equally as good in a very tight pair of white speedos is our mate buzzer barry from centralize we need to shout him out because he has hit a very impressive milestone he has reached 2000 subscribers well done barry i'm gonna give you a little little clap good work fantastic <laughs> you just emphasize you're clapping with your two hands there yeah that's uh, just... Well, uh, let, yeah. Let's just say yes. Okay. Let's just say yes. I mean, the sound effect was 
it was interesting um anyway shall we do uh, yeah congrats barry by the way uh, just to join in there i don't want to kind of brush <laughs> yeah that was heartfelt mate. yeah yeah <laughs> sorry no it's hard as we say like in the first 1000 is hard and then like the t- like 1000 was like yes i've done it i've hit 1000 and then it's like the 2000 almost sort of certifies you and you feel like because you've continued to grow and you've hit that yeah. next one it almost feels like you've, you've done the 1000 it's like yes i've done it and then it sort of just the 2000 almost cements it and certifies it if you see what i mean it kind of yeah. it, it reinstates the fact that you are doing well and you're growing so i think 2000 is, is equally important i think it's it's decent yeah. so well done mate genuinely yeah brilliant work um, right shall we do our steve's happy ending yes let's have a nice happy ending steve I've got a great scent story that's been sent in from John. Um, I love this. Um, it's just, it's just, just brilliant. So um, I'll just go straight in with it for the sake of time. So John says, Hi Steve, hope this is the correct channel for submitting a scent story for you guys. Just donated a Kofi as you very much deserve it. The podcast is fantastic. Oh, legend. Thanks for that, John. So that was the John I mentioned earlier. So I didn't link that up. Cool. Um, yes, you can send the scent stories to me through Facebook group. You can find me on obviously one of the admins or you can send it uh, through um, my Instagram account, Facts to Riches. And you can send them to Chris as well, of course. But typically, I think people sure, are so yeah. used to me giving you a scenario and keeping it secret to you in sort of the big reveal. So I think they're just used to sending this last bit to me. But by all means, send it to Chris if you want. If he's your favourite, send it to him. I don't <laughs> mind. Anyway, um, in fact, I think you'd probably all rather listen to Chris's voice than mine, but uh, never mind. Anyway, he says, Not so all, I'm... I, so I am fairly early on in my fragrance journey and I'm still learning the ropes when it comes to what is appropriate for different situations. It seems that my eagerness to show off my latest acquisition clouds my better judgment when it comes to applying fragrances. <laughs> now, I love that because I think we've all been there with probably everything in life. If like, I remember me and my friend were out once and we were like in McDonald's and it was like a baking hot day and there was a guy in the queue that had this fucking massive like like really thick woolly jumper on <laughs> and my mate just said to me i bet he's that was new it, yeah. i bet it was new he's just bought it and he just wanted he's just powerful he's like no I'm, I'm wearing the new jumper regardless i think we've all been there where you just want to wear oh i'm yeah. gonna wear my new trainers even though you're going down yeah. a muddy water like oh you regret it so, well, so do you remember as a kid when you got some like new jeans or new jacket that you absolutely loved did, did you never ask your parents if you could sleep in them as well um, no, I don't think I did that, but I'd, I'd definitely always be like, "Oh no, I, I really." Or you then try and find a situation to to wear it. It's it's yeah. quite funny. It's like, oh, I just I just need to go to the shop just so I can just wear my new jacket out or whatever. It's kind of quite funny. So anyway, I, we get where you're coming from, and we've all yes, been there with fragrances. Absolutely. And I'm still, we all still miss the mark sometimes. Uh, anyway. He says, so yet my uh, latest acquisition clouds my better judgment when it comes to applying fragrances. I am a paramedic and work very long hours in varying conditions from close quarters with patients and colleagues in climate controlled environments to being out in open spaces battling the elements. So Mm. shout out to him for he's doing some challenging work there. But also, obviously, we've got to recognise the situation. As he said there, sometimes he's in climate control, sometimes he's out in the middle of nowhere and there's like wind, it's rain, it's sun. So he's, he's... very changing conditions so fair play it's not easy during a shift last summer i responded to an emergency call for somebody who had become very unwell at home in a block of flats the patient of course lived on the very top floor and there was no lift access it was particularly warm and i had made a particularly bad choice when choosing my scent of the day the fragrance in question was initio parfums oud for greatness now Obviously, we've spoken about this fragrance before. You're a big fan. 
Oh yeah, it's true. I really like it actually as well. Which and I'm not a nude f- lover, so but I smell this fragrance. You're not a like nude lover. I said I'm not an oud lover. Oh, but sorry. I I am very much a nude lover, but not yeah. an oud lover. So just to make that, if you look at my internet history, I'm all about the nudes, not about the ouds. That's you didn't you saying. didn't tell your um, your new football friend that you're uh, a nude lover, did you? Is that, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that can you imagine that would be a great sort of sense story? That I was telling somebody how much I love a nude, and they <laughs> sort of reported me to HR. That would have been like, that would be a great story. <laughs> Anyway, I must continue. The fragrance in question was Initio Parfums Oud for Greatness, a scent I love, but a scent I will never again wear to work in the high heat. After racing up multiple flights of stairs carrying several bags of kit, it was positively pumping off me. Shortly after entering the flat, the elderly wife of the patient directly confronted me and questioned if I had been smoking weed. So I, I don't know around the world. I don't know if they call it weed. And I think they probably do in the US, but obviously it's like the chronic, ganja, whatever you want to call it, marijuana. Yeah. You know, basically that's what we're talking about. She said that I was stinking of it and was concerned that I was treating her husband under the influence of drugs. Oh, Ooh. my God. His actual oh professionalism no. is being questioned. This is Due dangerous to, territory. I know. Due to the nature and seriousness of the call, multiple resources were sent, including the uh, Helimed critical care team. Each and every person that entered that room made comment on the pungent smell. And each time I had to explain that it was me and that I had simply made a fragrant error when getting ready for work that day. Oh, my God. This was despite the fact that everyone was wearing face masks. Oh, my God. I even had to explain to my operations officer, my boss, who had turned up that the smell was a £200 fragrance as opposed to illicit drugs I had been smoking in my downtime. Oh, my God. Personally, I have never made a connection between the smell of Oud for Greatness and marijuana, but it would seem that this is all anyone could smell that day. Thankfully, the chap was okay and made a full recovery despite my fragrance failure. I have since uh, resigned myself to wearing fairly safe designer scents to work as I find it hard to find anything else suitable. This is not particularly satisfying though. Do you have any suggestions on something a little more unique slash niche that would also work for my job? Keep up the great content and many thanks, John. What a legend. Thank you, John. Um, Before we answer his question, again please send your scent stories we love them but has anybody got in trouble at work has anybody even got fired or you know got in serious trouble at work because of a fragrance uh, i suspect something like that like maybe smelling of weed or something like that or perhaps you've offended somebody they've had to report it to hr that you're a bit too smelly or something for the wrong reasons but i'd love to hear about it but oh i love that is that. bizarre though i don't get the yeah like he said i don't get the marijuana um the weed association with oud for greatness it's it's like a almost like a thick sort of cotton candy sort of woody sweetness it's not got that green bitterness that uh that that cannabis has so i mean all i would say is i guess those people that were making those claims i i would guess aren't smokers of cannabis so they're probably not yeah. that familiar with the smell they, they probably have smelt it but they you know it's not something they smell all the time it's so, just a strong smell yeah 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 so they perhaps it, smell yeah. a strong like oody maybe you know yeah a, a, like a, something that's a bit strong or pungent and they yeah, come true. with this guy and I, I i you know i don't know how if john was how much he was sweating that day or something or they've just made aspersions about his appearance i don't know yeah. but perhaps they've sort of just put two and two together and got 
five i don't know um, yeah and getting really hot and maybe sweaty maybe that just you know made it even more pungent. In, i don't yeah, yeah. um so oh, I mean, God, that's awful. Little... I mean, that's that's next level. Uh, that goes beyond embarrassment. Like you said, his his professionalism was in question, and he had to mention it to everybody as well. And the fact that it's not even like in the office; it's actually for that it's such a serious job where literally someone's life is, you know, in risk here, and and they're going, "What's going on? You you smell something smells really off." It's so embarrassing, so awkward. Bless him. So thank you for sharing that, John. That's wow. brilliant. I mean, oh, we've got a little you. scenario there for you. Is there anything... I did actually reply to him and suggest a couple of things, but is there anything that you might maybe recommend that is a little more unique slash niche that would also work for his job? I mean, even just saying designer is, is not necessarily going to cut it because no, sometimes you can get you know like I, even if you're going to get really hot and sweaty running upstairs I, even something like ombre leather i think could could be too much yeah uh, totally could, agree could, could be too pungent maybe it's, just just something on off the top of my head and um, something nice and sweet but not too you know woody or rudy like something like salvatore ferragamo's uomo signature it's, a, it's like a nice very sweet almost gourmandy bit of coffee in there as well but it's not too overpowering or obnoxious i think it's a if it is a it's quite a strong smell but it's a very pleasant unacceptable sort of stronger smell i think you would still go easier on on the trigger on something like that uh, i mean he's as you said there earlier on he's got a real challenge because obviously he's in forever changing conditions even if yeah it's a warm day he might be in a climate control condition or he might it might change he might be you know in a mount the side of a mountain potentially trying to help somebody or yeah it's i mean i i suggest a few obvious ones um obviously you've got things like ted Hermes, which loads of people know but obviously elysium is very safe yeah. basically a blue fragrance but it's still niche isn't it niche quality i mean i mentioned le gem tiger from bulgari which i mentioned a thousand times on this podcast so so there's a few out there, but they're still very safe, even though they're niche. Yeah. I think you've, you've really got a challenge there on his hands, to be honest. I mean, so. it's very challenging. You've got to just go with those fragrances. The one, the ones that that are really good, that you can literally wear anytime, any place, whatever, any occasion. You've got the Aventus DNA, either Aventus itself, or you could just tone it down a little bit and go with Mont Blanc Explorer. I think that would work well in all situations. Uh, and another one I'd probably recommend is um, Chanel's Alarm Sport or Alarm Sport or Extreme. I think really nice smell, quality of Chanel, um, mm. but it's uh, it's it's a very nice smell and it's not too pungent. Bleu de Chanel maybe EDP. Yeah, I guess he wants something different, which they're mm. not. It's, it's hard in his job. You can't you know you can't afford to be challenging so um, yeah, that's tough tough yeah tough but thank you um so yes. that's that's it really that's the scenario thank you do send those in we love them please keep sending them in um because yeah they're just great they're a great we way to them. end the podcast oh so that was you. brilliant thanks for sending that in i really enjoyed that that's cool uh, well i mean it was uh, you know cringy to listen to but it was a good story thank you thank you for sharing brilliant Oh. Mate, mate, we've tipped the hour mark. Wow. I know. God, what are we doing? Anyway, well, we better wrap things up. We better bring episode sixty-seven to an end. It's it's a juggernaut that's 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 veering un uncontrollably away from us. So, uh, listen. Well, um, I just want to say, don't forget our our sponsor, Kajal uh, Perfumes. If you want to be in with the, a chance to win the giveaway, then all you need to do is go to their Instagram page, find their post that says the scent geeks on it and you just need to share that on your own instagram tag the minute and you are in with a chance to win you can either there'll be two winners you can either win a discovery set from the brand or you can win uh, a bottle full bottle 
of Fragrance, which is uh, their latest Kajalon 2, I think, this month. So there you go, dead easy. Just if you want to be in with the chance to win, just go to do that. Steve, we better say our goodbyes. Um, thank you, everybody. Um, not much for me. Do keep sending those scenarios in or sent stories, rather. Um, we love them. Other than that, thanks for listening. Love you all. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be here for you next week. Have a week, geeks. Bye. Bye.